listening to the I Love Cambridge podcast, the show that brings you great stories from people in our community in many different businesses and walks of life. With your host, Walter Montero, a real estate and mortgage agent in Cambridge, Ontario, and had the privilege of serving the Cambridge community since 1987. Tune in and enjoy this week's episode. Our guest is Greg Gardner from Sugar Daddy's Bakery. He started to incorporate healthier sweet to his diet. Tune in and learn more about his journey and his products. So you're the the Greg of David and Greg of Sugar Daddy. That's right. right. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your store. I mean, it's it's a pretty exciting place. I love it. Uh, My my wife loves the stuff in there. So we're, we're in and out of there quite a bit. But tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah, so it all started, um, David and I started a, a keto diet uh, just to get you know more healthy. And this was a couple of years ago. Yep. And we were buying a lot of our bakery products because I have a sweet tooth. And then David loves, you know, being in the kitchen. So he came up with a whole bunch of different recipes and, and stuff for me to try. And I said, wow, this is really good. Loved it. And then um, friends started asking us if they could have some and stuff like that. That's how it all started. And then um, our sister-in-law asked us if we wanted to have a booth at her craft show that she was doing at the Newfoundland Club in Cambridge here. Okay. So we said, sure, we'll spend 60 bucks and have a booth and see what we can do. (laughs) So we, we spent 60 bucks on the booth, $200 on a logo. Uh, did some social media, you know, advertising, um, and the lineup started a half hour before the craft show even opened. Um, we ran out of everything in, you know, an hour and a half. Wow! We had to sit there for another four hours waiting for the show to finish yep. <laughs> before yep. we could unpack and leave. So, looking back on that day, we made 130 cheesecakes and we thought that was like so many cheesecakes now we're making thousands and thousands of cheesecakes so um definitely a a lot different scale than it was back then yeah and this the company was never meant to grow to where it is today sure we had a five-year plan but the five-year plan even didn't include everything that we've done in the first year of business, right? So we've definitely scaled very, very quickly, um, made some really good relationships with, uh, you know, some, some wholesalers and, and things like that. And so the next, the next six months is us just refining our business model to make sure that things are working efficiently and, and um, not expanding any more than where we are now but really just refining what we're doing already um having said that there is plans for another store that um has already been in the works uh since last year okay Uh, so we're gonna just continue with that um can you disclose the new location at all yet or is that or you um there well publicly i'd rather not say where it is no problem um, I can tell you offline where. <laughs> okay, we'll find out. Well, you're online now, so we'll we'll talk another time. So I, yeah. I'm looking at your website, and I I when I click on locations, it gives me a ton of them. These are you have the one store, but these are all your different wholesalers, I guess. Is that right? 
Right. So when we first started, so after you, you know, move ahead a couple months from that initial day at the craft show, we need to find out how do we distribute all of this stuff? We don't have storefront. We don't have relationships. We need to build the brand before anyone's going to trust us. So we set up pickup points across Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, um, and people would order on our website, select the time and, and pick up location, and we would just meet them there at the same time every every week. That started. Um, then people that own stores were asking, how do we get your products in our store? So their store then replaced the pickup location that was in that same area. Um, and that's how the model grew. So now what you see online is all of our wholesalers that have our products in their store. Um, a lot of the farm boy you see on there, we have 29, yep. 30 actually farm boy stores across Ontario. Wow. Uh, we have Nature's Emporium, uh, Organic Garage, a lot of big names in Toronto. Yep. And, um, and we are currently... Um, uh, finalizing the plans to roll out into Sobeys across Ontario as well. Oh, wow. That's th these are some pretty big uh, affiliations. Yeah. 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 Awesome. But so, with big affiliations, you got to live up to the promise too, that's right? That's right. So, <laughs> so is everything baked in Cambridge? Is everything it baked is. on site at 33 Main? It is. So, well, 33 Main and 25 Main. So, oh, and 25. Um, okay. We moved into 33 Main. Um, as a result of needing a kitchen of our own, um, we were doing an incubator kitchen before and just it was too much to bring all of our stuff in every time we had the period rented. So we moved to 33 in January or February last year, yep. um, worked out of here in the kitchen, then we opened the retail store in June thinking that customers that were originally purchasing on our website from Cambridge would just come down to the retail store and pick up their stuff there. Um, it's actually turned into a destination. So people come here from all over Ontario, um, not only just because we have keto products, but more for the sugar-free products yep. and the fact that our entire facility is gluten-free. Um, okay. Yeah, so the staff aren't even allowed to bring their lunches if there's any gluten in it, um, which really makes a difference for a lot of people that are that are celiac. A number of our products yep. are also dairy free. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where where we went. Um, so then when we took on Farm Boy, we needed more capacity, so we expanded to uh, 25 Main Street and set that up as a wholesale kitchen. And yep. then we use the kitchen at 33 for our specialty items, our cupcakes, our pies, things like that. What's uh, that's 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 awesome. I I I didn't re I knew you were in a couple of stores. I didn't know how many, and um, and then I see a couple of restaurants on here as well. So I guess they're offering their um, uh, their desserts through you guys. I guess right. They are yeah. So um, we have our desserts on their menu. There's um, a restaurant in, I'm not sure how closely you looked, but a restaurant in uh, Toronto yep. um, that has our products. Their menu is, is heavily on the side of, of keto. So when, when we sent them samples of our, our bread, um, yep. they were just over the moon with it, right? Our, our bread products are different than a lot of other gluten-free bread products out there. Yep. Um, and people are, are just loving them. Yeah, they... Um... I've I've tr I've had them. I and I I really I, I really like I I've, I've tried the the bun I guess, right? 
Oh yeah, the Kaiser Von and the dinner roll. Yeah, they're they to me they almost remind me a little a little bit of a, of a Yorkshire pudding. They have that a little bit of that that flair, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's no, you're a lot of airy an airiness to them, right? That would probably be very similar to a Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, really. Delicious. For those of you that know Yorkshire puddings, not everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, that's awesome. That's uh, that's very good. So your store has been in business only since last summer. Is that? Yeah, the retail store has only been open since June of last year. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, the circle that I talk to, I mean, everybody seems to know about your store. Once in a while, I'll run into somebody that's on keto that uh, I'll mention your store to them. They haven't heard of you. And of course they're writing it down and they're from either Cambridge or Kitchener. And, and they're all of a sudden they're very excited that they can go back to eating sweets. Yeah. There's been a couple um, times, you know, where, where I've been working on the counter when we first opened and like grown men would be brought to tears when they found out that it's, you know, <laughs> they're celiac or they're diabetic and, and they can actually have a treat now there's one guy that we um that we met that hadn't had a cupcake in 12 years and then oh. he ate a cupcake in front of us and it was it was quite an experience yeah it was it was like getting released from jail or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> so your clients are typically uh people following the keto lifestyle i would imagine and then uh, you had mentioned something about the gluten gluten free as well yeah so we our products are gluten free but the majority of our clients are either people that are wanting a healthier lifestyle without sugar yep. um, or they are diabetic. The keto piece is definitely a component, but it's not the largest uh, customer segment that we have. I see. Okay. So what, so the largest customer segment is who then? Would be diabetics. Diabetic. Okay. That which yeah. makes perfect sense really. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, I'm not going to name them publicly, but there's a lot of, uh, organizations in in town that actually have purchased our products for all of their employees oh, wow. um, because they are sugar-free or they've you know purchased them for um, you know a, a segment where they don't want people having sugar rushes after eating yes. you know all of the treats and stuff right so uh, it's been really popular in in those circles very good now I, I've heard, like, I mean, I've, I've heard through the grapevine that that one of, one of you guys had some major success on the keto plan. Is that you or is that Yeah, you? well, I think we both have. Um, okay. So, David, we both quit smoking, first of all. Okay. And then with smoking, of course, there, there comes weight gain and all that. So, yeah. um, David lost uh, 50 pounds, which was the, the weight gain that he had put on when he quit from, smoking. From for myself, I've always struggled with, you know, weight because I love my sweets and I love my carbs. Yep. So for me, um, I, I lost at the time it was 80 pounds. Um, it's wow. now moved up to 90 pounds. And uh, not only just just the weight loss, but I was originally declined for for life insurance. And I work at a life insurance company. Uh, <laughs> 
So I was declined for additional life insurance because of my, my, you know, numbers that were coming back. And after I was finished keto, I ended up being approved for four times what I was originally asking for um, because my cholesterol came down, all of my blood pressure came way down. Um, And we're actually sponsoring an event at the uh, the Cambridge Old Post Office Idea Exchange, okay, yeah, um, on, on the twenty seventh on Thursday of this month, and we brought in uh, a doctor, uh, Sam Lamont from uh, Guelph. She's a family physician. Uh, we've brought in um, Dr. Rob Travers from uh, Wilfrid Laurier University, okay, um, from a health sciences perspective, and we brought in uh, Zach Dodge, who's one of our customers who is treating his thyroid cancer with, uh, with a, 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 you know, a, a keto and low carb sugar-free diet. So we brought them in um, so that people can, can talk to others about what the benefits are of following you know, a low carb lifestyle or a sugar-free lifestyle or something. It's not only about the weight loss. There's a lot of other benefits that have, I've experienced and David's experienced from changing the way that we eat. It's, it's a lot of it has to do with just checking the ingredients, yes. right? If you have ingredients in products that you don't even know what they are, or you don't have them in, you know, your, your cupboard in your kitchen, you should question what, what they actually are. And there's some things that we've seen in products where, uh, you know, they've been the stamped as being keto and you look inside it and they've got propylene glycol, which is, you know, one molecule away from antifreeze. And it's actually what they give to animals to plump them up um, to make them fatter at market. And that's the opposite to what a lot of people are trying to do with keto. So it's kind of interesting. So they, they can get away with labeling it that because there's no sugar, probably. Right? Yeah. So keto is not regulated. Um, in Canada anyway. And so what ends up happening is people slap keto on products that are not really a strict keto definition. Um, there's, there's many different definitions of what keto is. And I think it's different for each person, uh, how their body reacts to certain ingredients or certain things that they take in, but there's definitely no regulation. So even though something says it's keto certified, that could mean that the person has bought membership in the Keto Certification Association of North America um, that really is just an organization that stamps their logo on people's products that, you know, has paid membership fees. So, okay. So you really got to pay attention to the labels. You got to watch, I guess, the, uh, uh, the carbohydrates and the sugars, I would imagine. Yeah, the, the sugars on a keto diet specifically, there should be no no sugar. Um, Zero. The whole purpose of keto is to get into the metabolic state of ketosis. Yep. And that is starving your body of, of glucose. So if you're giving it even just a little bit of sugar, you're yep. not getting the full effects of keto. Now, other people... Um, you know, they, they don't care and they want low carb and they're still okay with having some sugar in their diet. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Okay. Uh, and what's, so what's, what's your big seller down there? I know, I know what my favorite is, but, uh, yeah. what, what is your, what is your big size? I love your cheesecakes. Yeah. The cheesecakes, <laughs> the cheesecakes <laughs> are a, a very popular item. Yeah. Um, the largest volume is probably our donuts. 
or okay. cinnamon, cinnamon on sugar donuts. Okay. Um, but one of the things that moves in the store anyway um, are our pies. So we oh. make uh, mini pies, uh, pecan pies, um, blueberry, raspberry, chocolate. Uh, they sell really, really well. And our butter tarts, very, very popular. And, you know, you can make 60 butter tarts and put them out and think they're going to last for, you know, a day. They, no. they don't last. <laughs> Whatever we put out ends up selling before it's even the end of the day, right? So wow. that is a challenge, though, right? It's a challenge to balance the kitchen production between you know your commitments to all your wholesale clients yep delivery trucks coming at 6 a.m tomorrow to pick up all the stuff you promised you'd bake yep um, versus the the retail store so we did make some operational changes two weeks ago and we segmented our kitchen operation into retail for the store and wholesale for our our uh, partners so that they weren't both competing against each other for the time that's needed I see. I got it. Okay. And uh, now you guys carry some other products in there as well. I, when I was walking around in there the other day, I saw some ketchup and, and uh, some different snacks from like pork rinds and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we've tried to stay local with the products that we have in the store. Um, okay. We have no sugar jams that are from Prince Edward County. Uh, yes. County Fair is the, the brand name there. Um, we have our Crazy Mooskies barbecue sauces that are sweetened with stevia. They are really, really good. They're from Aurelia. Okay. Um, our pork rinds are from Oshawa. Buster Rhino supplies those. Yep. And most recently, we added in our fresh meals that are brought to us uh, by a company in London called Keto Librium. Oh, really? So, yeah, so people are able to come in and, and you know, all the nutritionals are written on the products, but it's a fresh meal that they can take home and warm up. Um, they freeze really well, and they're just really convenient to have if you're not, um, you know, if your whole family's not keto and you're constantly having to make two different meals, yeah. um, it, it gets a little cumbersome. So this allows people that are on the go just to pick them up. And we've had great success with people downtown Cambridge um, just stopping in and picking up the cowboy chili or the, um, you know, the Cobb salad that we have, and they're not even following any sort of diet regime they just wow this is great pick it up and take it back to the office so oh perfect very good it's That's been awesome. really good so um now let me ask you a little bit about uh where you guys are from are you are you are you natives of cambridge or i mean you you had mentioned something about coming down here to the newfoundland club were you already a, a resident of cambridge or did they drag you down here yeah, so um, I guess, was I dragged here. Um, <laughs> Most people are. <laughs> I was born in uh, London, England, and my family moved over uh, to Canada in 1981. Oh, and wow. we, yeah, we grew up uh, in Cambridge, uh, just off of Grand Grand Ridge Drive, over okay. near Southwood Secondary. Yeah. There. Okay. Um, so I'm for I, my whole life I've You've been, been here Cambridge, for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and my family's all here. Now, David is from the Philippines. So he moved over here um, and obviously settled with me in, uh, in Cambridge. Yep. Um, originally, we were living outside of Cambridge, but we moved back and uh, we purchased a um, condo at the Gaslight District. 
Oh, beautiful. That was that was the driver for us to come back to the city. Yeah. And um, we wanted to make sure that our business was close to where we were actually living. So yep. um, being right across the river from the Gaslight District, uh, Sugar yep. Daddy's Bakery is a perfect location where it is now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that'll do nothing but improve with uh, more and more people moving into the downtown core. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's. I mean, it has its challenges, don't get me wrong, but um, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now than downtown Cambridge. The vibe is just amazing. The architecture is gorgeous. There's so much support with, uh, you know, the film crews that come in and we've met a lot of really, um, I don't know whether you want to call them famous people or whatever that have come in the store that have heard about us. Um, and they wouldn't be coming in the store had they not uh, been coming downtown Cambridge for all the filming in the first place. So sure, sure, very good. Yeah. Now, is there is there anything in particular that you like most about living in Cambridge? Um, the well, specifically Galt um, would be uh, the architecture. Yeah. So you know, it's yeah. I made a video uh, back in the summer, and it's on our Facebook if anyone wants to look for it. But um, I basically uh, put a chef hat on down by the river, walked up uh, the stairs, you know, walked through downtown with the bridges and the steeples in the background. And when I look back at the video, it was fun to make it at the time, but now I look back at it and think like this city really does have some gorgeous buildings and gorgeous architecture. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of hidden gems in, in the city that people don't even know about. One of them is um, across the street from us, there's a, a fantastic restaurant that, you know, we didn't even really know existed until we had the store here. And we yeah. have customers that come over after their dinner and, and check out the bakery. So, yeah. um, you know, people, I, I always say to people, you know, when they say, oh, you guys are in Cambridge, it's so far. It's not that far. Like, yeah. we're like no, central. No. Brantford's like 20 minutes away. That Everything's really close. I go to um, Aldershot train station um, when I go to Toronto uh, a couple times a week. It's not that far at all. It's it's easier to get to Aldershot than it is to go to Kitchener. And I find it too. And, and you're quicker to get to the, or to the cinder of town than you are taking the Kitchener line, I find anyway. And it gets you into Toronto a lot faster and with a lot easier parking ability. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. What's the, what's the name of the restaurant across the street from you guys again? The name escapes me for some reason. Elixir. Elixir, that's it. They Elixir, make a great yeah. muscle buco. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I love that place for sure. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. Well, that's it's great that uh, that you guys are up and uh, and running here in Cambridge. And I mean, the keto lifestyle seems to be you know more and more popular these days. And um, so it's great to uh, to be able to uh, to go out and grab a treat uh, pretty quickly and uh, and uh, you know provide that for you know, either your family or for guests and that sort of thing. So it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, we've done a lot of research um, so that the, the low-carb, sugar-free keto um, lifestyle is, you know, it's growing in popularity worldwide. It's not just um, a phenomenon that's that's here. And, you know, we, we, we've projected over the next three years that um, the, the, the keto market will grow in Canada about 5%. Um, each year for the next three. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the U.S. has a lot of products 
Um, yes. A lot of benefit that, that people in Canada don't have access to. And that's one thing that we do try to do in the store is bring in products that maybe can't be purchased anywhere else. Um, you know, from the States, we have to be very careful with uh, the labeling laws in Canada and making yeah. sure that they're, you know, bilingual and things like that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I didn't realize went into, you know, having products for sale in Canada that we've, we've learned um, by opening up the business, right? It's not, it's not as easy as just slapping you know, a price tag on it and putting it on the shelf. So yeah, no, I, I've I've heard that from people that have tackled it, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, the labeling is definitely a challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me ask you a question with regards to uh, with regards to keto. What would you say if, when somebody attempts this lifestyle or goes into this lifestyle? What would you say the biggest challenge is for people in terms of maybe success or not having success with it? Um, the biggest challenge I would say is is actually um, this an oxymoron, the support groups that are online and Facebook. Um, there's a lot of really, really good resources out there for people, um, you know, that, that, are, that are looking for advice or looking for help uh, being directed where they can find out how to start, things like that. Um, but what I would recommend is make sure that you're, you're looking at the labels and you're fully understanding what keto really is. Um, when you think about, you know, support groups online, their drive is to get the most number of people in the support group and to keep them in the support group to get their numbers, numbers high. Right. And so, um, sometimes there is the hesitancy to tell people, no, you should not be eating that. It's not keto um, for fear of being called the keto police. Right. (laughs) So, so, well, it's true. Right. So the, the support groups are there. They're, they're phenomenal. I know a lot of people that are, have helped a lot of people in the support groups Um, just take everything with a grain of salt and really do your research to find out, what works best for you. Um, that would be the first thing. The second thing that I would uh, highly recommend is tracking your food. Yeah. You know, when you, uh, I mean, it's normal for me to have a coffee anytime that anyone meets me, I'm having a coffee. But if you were to look at the amount of MCT oil that I consumed over the day, being in the coffee, um, if I wasn't tracking it, I would probably be over my fat intake that I'm supposed to have for, for the day. So you still got to, obviously you have to be, it's, it's still calorie restrictive as well. Absolutely. It's, not it's, of, it's not like you can't cook up a pound of bacon and eat it yeah. all in a day and say it's keto. I'm wow. fine. Oh, wow. You still have to watch your calories. Your calories just come from different sources sure. than if you were on a high glucose diet. I see. Okay. Otherwise known as a high carb diet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, the last time I was in the store, um, I, and they might have mentioned it a couple of times before, but um, I, I just paid more attention to it this time. You, do you guys deliver to, you guys deliver to people's homes? So we, <laughs> it's funny you asked that. Um, we did deliver to people's homes up okay. until uh, this past Friday. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're in a transition period right now where, um, 
a lot of the delivery mechanics we were we were doing in house, and yeah. it was taking away from the focus that we needed as we yeah. launched Sobeys over the next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. So we're actually partnering um, to to do a proof of concept uh, trial with a a new startup from Waterloo um, okay. that is doing a delivery sort of like Uber, but they're focusing on. Uh, specifically bakery and oh. so there'll be an app where people can go onto the app see what products and and then they'll be charged for delivery fee based on how far away they are from the from wherever they're getting the product so that'll be what we're launching next okay um, uh, in a partnership but yeah it's we don't currently right now do home delivery okay um, for probably the next two weeks I see okay all right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you can you can only spread yourself so thin, right? Well, and especially David and I both have other full time jobs. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That we uh, yeah, that we work sure. at, and uh, both quite demanding um, full time jobs. So, as I said before, this this company when we started, it was well. First of all, it wasn't even supposed to be a company when we started. It was supposed to be a little side gig, and now we're looking at you know, um, multiple million dollars of sales before the end of this fiscal year. So incredible. Um, it, it is quite incredible where, where we've been able to get the company to at this point. Well, that's great. Congratulations on your success. That's awesome. So um, you had mentioned something about a Facebook page and yeah. I just wanted to, wanted you to give us your Facebook page and your website and uh, maybe even a phone number for, for people that are watching. Yeah, for sure. So our, our website is uh, sugardaddiesbakery.ca and daddies is spelled D-A-D-D-I-E-S. Okay. So you don't end up going to uh, the wrong sugar daddy. Um, okay. <laughs> and so that's our, our website. Our Facebook is called, um, sorry, just blipped out there. The Facebook is, uh, this is um, Sugar Daddies. So at symbol, this is Sugar Daddy's. Um, if you search in Google for Sugar Daddy's Bakery, as yep. long as my web team has done their job, it yep. should show up as the I first they, one. I think they did. It showed up when I when I looked for it. Yeah. Um, the and then we have Instagram as well, which is uh, Sugar Daddy's underscore Keto Bakery. Oh, perfect. Okay. Great. Um, phone number for the store, if anyone is looking, um, you can contact us. The phone number is 226-566-9701. Um, we are very active on social media. So if you were to send in a message to us um, on, on you know, any of the, the social media platforms, we will definitely get it. Um, we've we've got some, some videos up on uh, TikTok that, People oh yes, okay. might even be interested in okay. our staff actually did that for us. Uh, they they kicked off with a little dance one weekend when David and I weren't at the bakery. So okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, that's great. Is there any questions that I didn't ask you that I should have? Um, not at the moment. Um, I mean, people ask us all the time, "What next? What next?" Right? And I think, uh, I think what what David and I need to do next is, is sit down and really look at, um, you know, what, what the next five years is going to look like. I mentioned before that, you know, we, we planned out a five-year plan 
and it's all happened in the first year. So, yeah. um, which is amazing, right? A lot of, a lot of companies um, can only wish for, for, for that to happen. Yeah. But with that comes a lot of, uh, a lot of stress and a lot of just trying to keep up with, with everything. Right. So yeah. um, I think our next steps will just be, you know, just, just keeping everything where it is right now, making sure it works properly um, and focusing on customer service. That's the piece for us. That's really, really big uh, that we need to continue making sure that we're answering the customer's questions when they come in, uh, recommending products to them and then following up afterwards to see if they have any questions. Well, uh, Greg, I, I thank you so much for your time. I, I think you guys got a real winner there. I mean, your, your shop is, just pure class when you walk in it. It's clean as a whip. Your product is awesome. And, uh, and I want to thank you for, uh, for being a guest on our show. All right. I appreciate the time today. Thank you so much. All right. You bet. All right. Take care. Bye now. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to I Love Cambridge with Walter Montero. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest updates to I Love Cambridge, you can check ilovecambridge.ca and you like our Facebook page, I Love Cambridge Ontario. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.